Hello everyone, welcome to Life Pack. This is a new day, this is a new session and thank you for uh, listening in. Thank you for tuning into today's session and today mostly I want to thank you all for being actively participative with us. Thank you for tuning in, thank you for sharing these links with those that you think this will bless. I want to thank you all for your support. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for your views of uh, the, the, the various topics that we talk about. It's really interesting listening to other perspectives from your side. Well, today I am alone in the studio because my co-host is not around for quite some time. She will be back though in the nearest time possible. But well, we still move on and I want to thank you for the questions that I've been receiving from time to time. And this specific session here, I am excited because it is more of an interactive session because I am going to be answering a few questions that have been coming up regarding the previous sessions that we've been having. And I think they're going to be very, very, very informative for this specific time. So, um, Answering some of the questions from the previous sessions with Sofer Hart, uh, someone asked for a further explanation into wisdom, specifically wisdom. I don't know whether I should say your name, say, don't say, say, don't say, 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 say when, so I'm going to say her name is Lynette. And Lynette was asking to have an extra expose into wisdom. What exactly is this wisdom thing that you guys are talking about? I think I need an extra expose into the whole thing. So I I, I, I went back and I did a, uh, a small background check and dug a little bit deeper into that. And I'm glad I have an answer. I hope that after this, it's going to be all straightened out. Uh, okay, so we all know how the Bible says that Christ has been made unto us wisdom Which definitely means we have an overflow of wisdom lying on the inside of us and The only way we can unlock that wisdom is through understanding When we were starting out this specific topic, we were talking about it in three aspects wisdom understanding and knowledge we have put a lot of emphasis on wisdom and understanding and knowledge and all these things and how they how they, they they work together and everything so i believe understanding is the part where we seek to comprehend the wisdom we ha we need for a specific situation you know basically that's it that's the voice of counsel proverbs chapter 20 verses 18 says form your purpose by asking for counsel this is the message version. Form your purpose by asking for counsel, by asking to understand your way. The same book of Proverbs says a prudent man understands his way. He's not ignorant of what to do. Now this deals and cuts across a lot of the things that we have come up being told and, and how our lives are, frankly speaking. For someone who is in school, for someone who is looking for a job right now, for someone who is looking to start a career somewhere in something, for someone who is seeking into, to go into things like marriage, relationships and everything, the whole point is drawn around one simple aspect, purpose. 
now you cannot draw your purpose for example uh, well we all want to live for something bigger we all want to we all have that belief by the way that we have something bigger that we have to accomplish on this earth that whether or not you're in it right now it you you feel you have something more to accomplish in life you feel it in you that there is something more to your life than just the the, the 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 relationships you have right now than the friends you have the the, the job you have this whatever it is you have a certain dissatisfaction but this version this verse rather tells us that form we we can only form our purpose by asking for counsel now i'm talking about wisdom i'm talking about wise counsel there is no way you're going to put all these three aspects together in 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 in, in terms of of helping you understand the word of god wisdom understanding and knowledge uh, we've talked about how they are unified and how they work all together there is no way you're going to make this work without the voice of counsel so if you don't have or if you're not seeking wise counsel then it is most likely that the knowledge you have might be what is as basic as everyone else requires let me get to that even deeper wisdom as we have it in our spirits as christians should not be looked at as a deficiency in other words yes it's okay to ask for it because james says for them that lack wisdom let them ask let someone ask he that needs let him ask for god is willing to give liberally to whom whosoever asks but then the same bible tells us we have all wisdom in christ who is seated inside of us now you might not be as smart as someone else that you consider really wise and discredit yourself by 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 thinking oh, how can i be wise and, well you talk about wisdom and you look at yourself and you're like hmm, i i am not among those ones they're talking about like they should be talking about someone else because i i, I look at myself and you think that I, I can't do these things. I mean, I'm not smart to do these things. Yes, you're not smart in yourself. You're smart in the Spirit of God who is indwelling in you. The same Spirit that the Bible says we are engrafted with. That Spirit that we are sealed with for eternity. He is with us forever. That is the one that credits your wisdom. He is the one that gives you the mark of perfection, not your brain, your peanut brain that tells you you are as smart as 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 as, as or you're not as or you're you think you're a genius because of abc no we're not talking about that we're talking about the ultimate prize ultimate prize of wisdom in christ so remember you have jesus on the inside of you and he has all wisdom in him now you might be wondering why I'm saying this because you clearly don't see this wisdom in a lot of the decisions you make. And I and I have come to believe by the way that the most successful people might not be the wisest. Yeah, news flash. However, I truly believe that the most successful people are the best decision makers. Proverbs 24 verses 6 says, verses 5 or 6 around there, it says that strategic planning is very key and important. In the presence of many counselors, there is victory and safety. 
what that means is I may not be as smart as anybody else in this world. I don't have to be as smart as, as Bill Gates or as these Facebook boys or as, 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 as Leonardo da Vinci or as, you know, I don't have to be as smart as, as all those guys. And it's awesome. They are really smart and that's cool. But I don't have to be as smart as them. I, I only, I, I need to know that I need the voice of counsel. The voice of counsel helps me articulate the wisdom which I have on the inside of me. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Now, you clearly don't see this wisdom in a lot of the decisions you make because you probably don't seek wise counsel of that wisdom. Say for example, you need to get a job or you're going to campus and you don't know what career path to take or what business decision to make that could catapult your entire enterprise and you're asking God for a word. You're asking him, show me God, what do I do? Who do I relate with? Which, what course should I, should, should I pursue at the university? What what, what combination should I do in, in high school? Which subjects should I opt for? What should I do here? What should I... The, the truth of the matter is that you need to know that the word of God says what, what the word of God says concerning your situation and seek that wisdom out first. When I'm talking about wisdom, I'm looking at the wisdom of God in its contextual terms like you need to know what the bible says concerning marriage you need to know what it says concerning business it it does it does say a lot about business you need to know what the word of god says concerning uh relationships concerning uh, um everything concerning your health concerning your wealth you want to be rich you need to know what the bible says about it you need to know how it, it it always starts from the word of god it is the ultimate foundation if any wisdom is going to be manifested in your life it's going to start from a foundational place of the word of god if you don't have that then you're most likely going to stumble upon the way so if you don't have the revelation or understanding of that wisdom then seek wise counsel from someone you know has a wealth of insight into God's wisdom to help you interpret. You, 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 you know what the Bible says about, uh, let's say you want to start a business somewhere and you don't know how you're going to do it. You have this big vision, you have this big dream, you have a, th you have a dream to do very big things, but the word of god always it always has a foundation for us to stand by and that foundation always helps us to establish a root for us to begin building from because the bible says in the book of deuteronomy that god gives us the power to create wealth he gives us the power not the money to create wealth Yes, wealth, a sign of wealth is a lot of money, properties and all this. But wealth without power is not really wealth. That's why he says he gives us power. He doesn't give us money to make wealth. All you need in a specific business might be just an idea. And a creative idea of doing something. And you cannot have that if you do not have the word of God. 
The Word of God will help you build it right, do it right from beginning to end and know how it is going to be done. And that kind of humility takes a certain discernment in the very Word of God. Now, there are people who are running businesses and they are stuck and literally stuck. But they have the Word of God in their heart. They know what the Word of God says, but they don't know how to articulate what the Word of God says concerning a specific situation. Now, I'm not discrediting what you did in school. No, it, it has a place where it works and where it applies, but it doesn't take away the fact that the Word of God is the ultimate place of wisdom. So, going into a business going into a relationship going into any or all these sorts of things you need to know what does the word of god say why because we have looked at proverbs chapter 20 and it says form your purpose through godly counsel through wise counsel through counsel that means you need to know what the word of god says and for you to be absolutely correct and true to what you're going to do you need to have someone you consult, someone you trust has an insight into the wisdom of God to help you understand that, okay, you want to pursue this? Well, what, what, is, what has God told you? Do you feel this is what he has laid upon your heart? Yes, I feel I have a passion for this. I have a passion for that. Okay, let us see what the word of God says in this area. If you are very sure this is how you're supposed to do it, get a second opinion. That is counsel. That is how you get understanding. Now, you need to have everything figured out in the Word of God. And the only way you can grow in wisdom and stature, just like Jesus, the Bible says that he grew in wisdom and stature as a young man. As he was growing up, he increased in all this wisdom because he had the voice of counsel around him. He had people, he surrounded himself, himself a lot with people from the synagogue and everywhere. And I believe when you put all these things together, they, they, they add up to how you, 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 you make an outcome of the wisdom that you have, how you apply yourself to your dreams and purposes and plans based on what you have understood concerning the wisdom of God, which you have drawn out by godly counsel to give you understanding and revelation, which then you use to apply and put that knowledge into practical use and see results. I hope we're getting somewhere. Wisdom is like an ATM machine, you know? You have money in your account and you need to access it using a debit card. Wisdom is the ultimate deposit and the debit card is the faith that you use to draw it out at any point you need to use it. So don't go before God like one who's asking for wisdom from a place of deficiency. But rather, go to God asking for wisdom from a place of knowledge that you have it all in your spirit, that, that, that new man inside of you. And you will receive by faith that which you require for the situation you'll be in. You'll be good to go, I promise you. So this is how we ask. We ask God, Father, I ask you for wisdom. Thank you because I have wisdom concerning this business venture I'm trying to go into. Thank you because I have received all wisdom in my spirit concerning the friends I should keep around, the associations I should make, concerning the, the, the career path I want to take. Thank you because that wisdom is inside of me. And then give God time to speak back to you. 
if you feel he's creating a desire in your heart to go on for something ask further for instruction through counsel ask someone how best do i do this what do you think how does and 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 mark my words we are not obligated to follow every counsel given to us but we are obligated to seek that counsel to understand our purpose in various times you may reach a point in your life and you don't know what to do like honestly you don't have a clue what you're going to do next you're stuck somewhere and you don't know how you're going to make it through the next month or the next year and 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 you you have the word of god in 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 in, in abundance but that's only by word of mouth you can quote the scripture what it says concerning this situation but you don't know how you're going to get an answer out of that scripture why because you have probably probably you have not sought the voice of counsel concerning that situation when you get into the the, the atmosphere of godly counsel i guarantee that you will begin to see the results of the wisdom that you have been receiving in his word god has a, an abundance of answers for us an abundance of peace for us an abundance of articulation of his voice for us that when we go seeking him for answers concerning certain situations we are not blank about it we know what to do because we have faith and that's the whole point of it he says it is impossible to please god without faith so you need to grow the wisdom of god firstly by faith and how you need to come to terms with yourself and say father i thank you because i have christ in me and christ has been made my wisdom and 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 i may not know in my mind my physical fleshly mind what to do but i know in my spirit what to do and then continue to seek in his word what the word of god says concerning your situation and when you get that word pray over that word and then ask god how do i begin to articulate these things ask him to lead you to the right people for godly counsel he will show you why we don't see those people who have counsel around us is probably because we have an exalted opinion of ourselves we think that oh i have this figured out i am deep i know i'm deep i have god and i don't need anybody to counsel me concerning this matter no you the bible says we submit ourselves one to another that means that your answer may not be the same someone else has but it will help them in one way or another otherwise you'll be led to believe that the word of god is full of contradictions in one place it says do this and another it says do that and when you look at these two things it seems like they don't make sense like which is it he says the first time you need to carry one another's burdens and then a few verses later he says now let everybody take up their own burdens like what is this what is this all about now what do i do which of the two do i do you need to know how to apply each you need to know by wisdom wisdom helps you understand how to deal wisely with everyone else he says that admonishing one another and preaching the word of god in love in love sharing the word of god in love admonishing one another in wisdom which works by love because faith cannot work without love we need to know when to show now when to show tough love and when to be really caring and considerate it takes wisdom 
It takes wisdom to know how to advise someone. It's one thing for someone to advise you while they're cussing you, while they're telling you how you're big-headed, and while they're beating you up and down with a Bible on, their, on your head, and they're trying to and they're saying how they're trying to advise you. Wow, Africa is tough. <laughs> Africa has a lot of tough love, but it is even in that tough love there is wisdom on how to use it. No. So in, in, in we, we can be we can go on and face a lot of challenges in life and not even have a clue that the word of God was supposed to be applied this way. When the Bible says that that that, that, that um, every joint supplies, there is a reason as to why every business works, business uh, schedules and business systems and, and, and processes work a certain way. People plus processes equals the systems. There's a reason it works that way. There's a reason as to why this whole body, the head does not do everything. The head has a part it plays, the eyes have a part they play, the hands have some part they play, the legs have something part they play, the tummy, the heart, everything has a functionality. The hand can't say no to that, I'm not going to work, so let the legs do everything, no. Every part of the body has some part to play. So we need to understand what the Word of God says to clearly see to it that we do not miss God and claim it was God. Why people are losing a lot of hope in life is because they are making God speak when He did not speak. When you have an opinion about what the Word of God says concerning a certain situation, the very first thing that is wise to do, much as God has spoken to you about it, you need to submit it to someone else. And when you submit it to someone else, you're telling them that, hey, this is what God has spoken to me, what has laid upon my heart to, to, to do in this situation. What do you think? It's important for God to also make a background exchange with the people that you are submitted to. If you're in a group of partners and that's how you run your business, you don't just wake up and declare something. You need to settle these issues. In the presence of two or more witnesses, a matter is established. So with that being said, I really hope that we have had an extra inlook and outlook of wisdom in itself. I hope you've been blessed because I have been blessed by the very things I've been sharing and I feel like I need to hold on to them even more, more closely and tightly because this is something to keep. It's for keeps. So Lynette and all the rest that, uh, that, uh, that were asking questions within, I really hope that this uh, session has given an extra greener, greener light into what wisdom really is. I am grateful for your support and everybody else out there. I can't wait to hear from you again. Keep those comments coming. We are really excited about this. And we hope that you are growing. You're not just stagnant. You're not just learning and never coming to the wisdom and rather to the knowledge, but you're actually growing. So God bless you. Stay safe. Bye. Hello everyone, welcome to Lifepack and it's good to have you back today. It's been an awesome, awesome and amazing week and we have received quite a number of new questions concerning wisdom and understanding as we have been sharing in the previous episodes if you've been following 
And if you've not been following again, I want to advise and implore you to also go through those previous episodes that you see. And now you can subscribe to um to, to the Life Pack podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can also you can also find us on Google Podcasts. Um you can also use Podbean, I, I don't know, Overcast, all these platforms. You you may not necessarily have to go to Anchor. But if you have the convenience at your disposal, you can also make the move, go and subscribe. And the good thing about these other platforms is you can actually download and be updated every time we have a new episode uploaded. And I think it's going to be quite much of a blessing. So I, I we would encourage you to go back and uh, if you've not been listening for, if this is your first time that you're listening to the Lifepack podcast, I would advise that you go back to the previous episodes and listen in and try to pick exactly why we're talking about what we're talking about in this specific time. So today I'm going to continue with the questions we got uh, we've been receiving that have been coming in and the uh, first question uh, Lily asked a question and said how do you submit to someone else what God has spoken to you to do concerning a certain situation well for starters you need to realize where you are concerning the things of God your maturity is very key when it comes to understanding the voice of God and uh, also I noticed that when Lily was asking about submission in this very case it's very vital and I think it's a good way to go however we talked about wisdom and understanding and we credited wise counsel as a key factor in working in understanding and total wisdom now firstly it's very wise to be selective about the people you submit to that i'm going to put it out there because it's very 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 important because first of all they need to know the word of god enough to discern that god has truly spoken to you so if you're coming to tell me that you're, you're coming to tell you to tell me a decision that you've come up to and you cannot back it up by scripture which scripture has to be uh, rightly dissected because that's what Second uh, Timothy says that we need to study the Word of God to show ourselves proved and approved by God as rightfully discerning and dissecting and separating and understanding the Word of God in its truity the emphasis is mine and understanding we need to show ourselves to God as well that we are serious about understanding his word so the person that you're going to tell this decision needs to have spiritual capacity not that big but they need to know that when you're saying that what you're saying is coming from god you need to back it up by scripture and they also need to know the word of god as well at least for a basic level and once you recognize this person ask god to prepare their heart or whatever it is you ought to tell them because all hearts are in the father's hands they're all in the, the hand of God he sees all he says no one can know what exactly is in the spirit and heart and thoughts of a person except he himself you understand it it it, it, it sometimes goes out of hand if if, if it's only about you and you want to get your point across, you want to make someone know that this is what I've decided. But the word of God is full of principles and ways 
and how the voice of God can truly be discerned. So you need to pray for the person that you're going to tell these things, that God prepares their heart, that if it's something that requires your that requires their permission of you to do something, then you need to have, you need to prepare their heart. You know, you pray to God and take it to him in prayer. He says, no one can know exactly what is in the spirit and thoughts of a person save himself. So I'd suggest to Lily to firstly pray that God prepares that person's heart and as you do, make sure you have sought enough godly counsel that is backed up by the word of God to submit it as truth to that person so that they know that it really is God speaking to you. So <clears throat> you need to have this kind of arrangement in your mind, <clears throat> knowing that God is a God of order. He's not going to do things and skip a bit or skip a principle because he loves you so much. Oh yes, God loves us, but he loves us so much that he wants us to understand his ways through his word and not just his actions and what he can do for us. And now that you're talking about submission, by the way, you need to accept the fact that whatever decision it is also must be spiritually backed just to make it a good cross-reference, you know? That if you are confident that the person you're going to tell is going to receive what you're going to say, then whatever decision they make also has to be given back to you according to the very, res according to, in respect to the very way you presented your submission to them. Because I can't come and tell you something that I feel God has spoken to me. Through the word of God, I go through the word and I explain that, oh, yes, I see this and this is like this. According to the word of God, it says ABC. And then you lay it on there and then this person lashes out at you out of all emotion and everything. No, they need to have. That is why it's important to pray for God to also prepare their heart. That maybe through your understanding of the scriptures you're going to use to speak to them, they also have, they, they might be ministered unto by the way you present whatever it is that you're going to be talking to them about as a decision that God laid on your heart. So I would really advise that you pray for that person that you're going to speak to firstly because um, if, if their heart does not welcome it and their brain welcomes it, but inside they're still struggling with it, it might not go so far. So I, I hope I've I've tried to answer that. Next question is coming in that is coming in is how do I know <clears throat> that I'm walking in godly wisdom and not the wisdom of the world? Well, as I get to this, I think uh, you will allow me also ask this question. How do you know you, you're walking with the wisdom of the world? How do you distinguish between the wisdom of God and the wisdom of the as you, the person who asks this question, how do you know that this is the wisdom of the world and how do you know this is the wisdom of God? Well, James chapter 3 verse 17 briefly tells us that, it tells us about the fruit of godly wisdom. It's firstly, uh, the wisdom from, uh, yes, let me get it here. But the wisdom from above is first pure and what the word pure here means morally and spiritually undefiled. Two, it is peace-loving, cautious, considerate. Three, it is gentle and reasonable and willing to listen, full of compassion and good fruits, 
it is unwavering without self-righteous hypocrisy and self-serving guile this is the amplified version i'm reading from so with this brief introduction to what godly wisdom looks like it's like a sneak peek into godly wisdom that if you're going to gauge godly wisdom and the wisdom of the world this is how the wisdom of god looks like these are the fruits of the wisdom of god firstly it needs to be pure morally and spiritually undefiled it shouldn't be the kind of advice that someone gives you and when you think about it in scripture you really see that no this is not true which means that you also have to have the capacity to distinguish between what this person is saying as truth and what they think is fact it's a fact that homosexuality is a human right but it is not truth according to the word of god i hope you get where i'm going with this so the the, the wisdom of god is also gentle it is peace loving it is peace loving there's kinds of people who give you advice and you really feel like you made a mistake even coming to them in the first place like they want to advise you but they are beating you up they're judging you they're making you feel like this is the worst thing you've ever done and there is there is no encouragement you you get out of it i mean it has to be peace loving it shouldn't be to the end that when you're done being advised or receiving this kind of wisdom you want to to you, you if, if the end result of the kind of wisdom that someone is giving you is not bringing you to love someone more or to love something more and it's only causing you to increase in hatred and increase in, in rebellion and increase in all these negative things and to do evil, that is not the wisdom of God. So you need to know what the wisdom of God characterizes itself as. You need to know what the fruit of the wisdom of God is. And these are the results according to James chapter 3 verse 17. The wisdom of God is peace loving. It is considerate. It is gentle and reasonable. In other words, it's willing to listen. You don't go seeking advice from someone who doesn't want to listen to you. You're wasting time. If, if, if they don't want to listen to you and they want you to listen to them, you need to seek God again upon the people that you seek advice from or that you that, that, that whose wisdom you follow anyway the wisdom of god is willing to listen seek advice from people who are willing to sit down and let you do more speaking than they are willing to do that at least if they're going to speak let them let you speak and finish everything you need to say without judging you or without stopping you to condemn you or make you feel beat up and make you feel like the worst human being on earth or something they need to be willing to listen to you uh, and then we have the wisdom of god is gentle it is full of compassion and when this when we talk about this word compassion here we i think the first thing that comes into your mind is love and we very well know according to corinthians that love casts out perfect love casts out fear love is patient it's kind it's gentle it's good it is long-suffering it hides a multitude of sin i mean you can literally see the wisdom of god even in the in in, in the advice that the world gives you can separate it from the kind of wisdom that the that God gives you know some people in the world will give you the worst advice because they're a celebrity and they are well known and 
and and and and and you know they're famous for whatever they do which could or may not be right with god but you know because people have this this person has a huge following and you know <clears throat> they feel they can say anything they want and the world takes it as good wisdom and we go with that well you need to understand what is the intention that leads us to our next characteristic it is full of compassion and good fruits it is unwavering without self-righteous hypocrisy and self-serving guile with the wisdom of god does not seek to satisfy itself it doesn't seek to satisfy the individual it seeks to satisfy that one who has sought it out when someone is giving you godly wisdom they seek they cease to become the, the the brains they'll always point to the word of god in other words the wisdom of god always sends you back to the word of god it doesn't send you into submission and subjection to whoever it is that is speaking as the alpha and omega no it sends you right back to the word of god that is the wisdom of god so the the, the basic thing here is how to distinguish the wisdom of god and the wisdom of the world the wisdom of the world is not peaceful it is not gentle it might not it might have a number of these characteristics but it it will definitely miss some of them as we have been seeing them here the fruit thereof is not the best you know you'll find some people give advice and at the end of the day they are the ones that are the the the, the head and 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 the tail they are the alpha and omega but the wisdom of god does not seek self it does not seek to justify itself as the ultimate brains or wisdom but rather it always points and sends you back to the word of god and says it's not me it is god it is god what i'm only doing is articulating what the word of god says it's not about me alvin it's not about you it's not about sofian it's about you the it's about the word of god rather it's about the word of god that every time i'm speaking i'm only making sense as of what the word of god has said as a foundation i hope we are together because it is blessing me in simple terms you know when you're walking in the wisdom of god when you are and when you can back whatever move you're about to make with a sober scriptural reference and apply it in truth and not pride i'm going to say that again you will know when you're walking in the wisdom of god when you can back whatever move you're about to make when you you can back that move up with the with a sober scriptural reference and apply it in truth and not pride what i mean by pride is it's not your ego it's not i know what the word of god says i don't need anybody else to tell me no it is after you have gone through the process what is the process proverbs chapter 15 verse 22 says without counsel plans fail this is the message version without counsel plans fail but with many advisers they succeed i don't know if you still get if you're still with me without counsel or without wise counsel without godly counsel without seeking advice from a number of people who know the word of god plans fail but with many advisers they succeed so If you find the idea of seeking advice from a number of people as sickening, if it makes the hair at the back of your head stand up just thinking of how will they see me? 
seeking advice from all this. I mean, I know the word of God. God also speaks to me. Yeah, he speaks to me. I mean, can he speak to me alone? Do I need to really bother people or do I need, ah, well, so and so may not know that much, but I think I can handle it on my own. And you go and make the biggest mistakes of your life. But with many advisors, they succeed. Plans succeed because you are surrounded with many advisors. In other words, I like to say that the most successful people are the best decision makers. They're not, they may not necessarily be the smartest people in the world. They may not be the wisest people on the face of the, of the earth, but they are the best decision makers. When it comes to, they can act funny and, and, and indifferent and strange in, in, in daily life, but when it comes to making major decisions, they make the best decisions because they surround themselves with the wise. And it's wisdom to surround yourself with, with, with the wise even when you're not, you know? So the idea of, of seeking advice, if it makes you feel like, do I really have to do it? I mean, I can also do this through it's just the word it's just the bible this is common sense well if that is your idea that is pride so you can't expect to walk in godly wisdom if you're not willing to pay the price and go the process that defi that is defined as seeking godly counsel i hope we're together now why do you have to do this because you might be prone to the wisdom of this world and mistake it for the wisdom of God. One who is going to walk in godly wisdom will search out the ultimate truth in every scripture that they intend to use as wisdom by seeking counsel from those who who they prefer or who they might think or may perceive or God might send them to as more spiritual intellects or spiritual intellects to make sure they're not walking in pride. I hope I'm really answering these questions over here because the word the world has fashioned itself closely to the wisdom of God. Someone gives you advice and you really feel like wow this is really moving but it has nothing to do with the wisdom of God. It's just smooth talk, it's just nice talk. It makes you feel like it's it's good, it's smooth, you know, because that's the way of the world. That's what the Bible speaks of the devil as, because he is the prince of the world anyway, as Jesus said. And he has smooth talk. There's, the advice that the world can give does not satisfy as the word of God or as the wisdom of God. When the world gives you advice and says, no, it is okay, to go into this or to go into that. It's your human right. It's okay for abortion to happen this way because of ABC. They have all these reasons as to why they need to do all these kinds of things. They have all these reasons as to why they should be doing all these kinds of things. And, 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 and uh, probably even divorce also goes into the same bracket. And people have a lot of reasons that seem correct and very captivating in the mind of a normal human being, but they are nowhere connected to the Word of God. That if you bring their reasoning to the Word of God, it is two different lines. However, without understanding the difference between the two, you might take that as wisdom. And someone will give the same wisdom in marriage counseling, they'll give the same wisdom in, 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 in uh, entrepreneurship 
and or business counseling and they will do sorts of things and take them totally out of context because they heard it from a very popular artist or a very influential politician and they were not even backed up by scripture there is nothing at all so at the end of it all it calls for intellect it calls for you to be smart even in the word of god i mean if you can spend as long as you can uh if if you can if you can spend as long as you can doing university research and all these things why not do the same for the word of god to such a if i consider if whatever it is that you consider as wisdom you must be willing to take the extra mile and seek out this wisdom is it really what it is or is it just what the world calls it as wisdom and not what god calls it as wisdom we have looked at the characteristics of the god uh, of the wisdom of god and we have realized its fruits what it what it brings out of it it's not self-seeking it is loving it is compassionate it is it, it, it seeks not its own self, right? It's peaceable. It is kind. It's gentle. It's willing to listen. So follow this as a guideline, and I'm sure you'll draw the contrast very, very, very well. I hope I'm done with that. And lastly, how do I get understanding? This is quite an interesting question. Some things in the Bible are hard to understand. This is the last question we're going to be handling. How do I get understanding? Because some things in the Bible are hard to understand. That's interesting. Well, as the scripture says, wisdom is the principal thing. With all thy getting, get understanding. It's more than serious, by the way, when it says that. And why? Understanding is the key to knowledge by which all sorts of good things feel and occupy your life. As we saw in the very first episode of Wisdom, that uh, upon wisdom a house, uh, a house is builded and uh, understanding is established and by knowledge all sorts of good things are filled in that house. So firstly, you need to understand the principles in the word of God. For instance, faith. You get? Faith is a principle, it's a general principle that cuts across all all spheres of the word of god all of them why am i saying this you need to believe it in yourself that you have the understanding of the word of god that's the first move someone a, a famous preacher once said that the word of god may not make sense and it doesn't have to make sense at first instant it must make faith fast you may not understand it at first, but receive it in faith first. That is, that is the first step in walking in understanding. It may look like it doesn't make sense for now, but faith is where you start. There is no jumping forth or back. This is where it starts from. Revelation follows you when you are diligent in searching out the matters. For instance, how do you respond to the word of God? When you don't understand your preacher or your pastor or your priest or your reverend, your bishop, what do you do? Do you go ahead to inquire in the word of God or with the priest or with whoever? Or do you just keep grappling how hard it is? Now, I'm not trying to condemn you, but I'm saying you need to get out there and get into the word of God and ask the Holy Spirit, what does this mean? What does it mean? I don't understand. 
attend Bible studies, for instance, they're now all over and even online, online Bible studies, online Bible conferences, online conferences here, online services here. In fact, now you can actually attend more than three services at the same time. Interesting. You know, that's how interesting thing the times have changed as the devil thought he was putting the church under. The church has instead grown to a certain leap and oh, it's amazing. You can attend as much as you can. There's a load of information. Simply just go to YouTube and type in uh, YouTube search engine. What does this mean about this in the word of God? It's just like research at the university. You seek from book to book and library to library. It's the same principle. Diligently searching out these matters will open your spiritual senses to understanding. It's not going to fall like manna from the sky like it did years ago. No, meditate on the words that you done, the word of God that you have not understood and seek them out. That's what it means to seek wise counsel. God will show you amazing things in his word if you're willing to take this step. Understanding is as close to you as basically asking God, help me, give it to me. He says in James that let him who has no wisdom ask, for God is willing and he is liberal in his giving to whoever will ask. He is free, he is ready to give whoever is going to be receiving it. Why? Not everybody grasps it the same way, you know? And, and, and you shouldn't take this as a chance to patronize anybody else and make them feel like, oh, that guy knows more than I do, or she, she knows more than I do. I can never reach the kind of understanding that person has. Yes, you might not reach, but you might actually beat that kind of understanding, that level of understanding. It depends on how diligent you are in searching out the matters concerning the wisdom and understanding of God as it is written in, our, in his word. So as you see where we're going with this, it, 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 it's all about principles generally. That is how you get understanding. The word of God is not hard, neither is it simple. I'll say it that way. It is not hard, it's not simple. It's, it's the word of God. You need to treat it as it is. If, it's, if you know it's the word of God, why would you seek to understand it with your mind? It's the word of God. Ask God to give you understanding of his word. That's where it starts from. But he even gives you a kickstart and says, you know what? Just believe. Start by believing. You should stop saying that it's hard. Start saying the word of God is simple. Father, I thank you because this word is understandable. I understand this word. Every time I open and read it, I find something new every time. That's how we all started. Okay, no, not necessarily. You know, I also found it hard at the beginning. I, I at times never even bothered to open the Bible. It, would, it was seemingly easy for me to listen to the word of God being preached rather than me seeking it out and reading it. It was very hectic, like... I have to open all these pages, I have to know where it is, I have to know where this is. And it was usually easy for someone else to just read it and, and give it to me on a silver plant. And and I just listen and enjoy and I'm like, oh this guy, this guy has a good sermon, he has a good preaching uh, context, he does these things very well. Until God had to, you know, I had to grow up spiritually, I realized it was an, it was necessary for me to get into the Word of God myself. And it took time, and I have not reached, but I left. Thank God I left. 
I'm not where I used to be because right now I can open the Bible on my own. And without understanding much, I firstly ask the Holy Spirit, help me understand whatever it is that I'm going to be speaking, everything I'm going to be hearing from you in your word, everything you're going to be speaking to me. I thank you because I have the spirit of understanding in me. And I don't do this only on occasion that I'm going to read the word of God. I, I do it every single day because there's always one or two verses that I can't, I, I, if I can think about food nearly almost all the day, well, I can also think about the word of God as well. It doesn't hurt to think. For example, just recently I was, I was thinking about uh, a portion of scripture, I think in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, uh, that speaks about us taking uh, all thoughts uh, being taken captive into the obedience of Christ. And man, I was so perturbed. It's like, wait, you mean every time I read this word and it's like, I think of it as just the word of God and it's, mm, this is the word of God. No, but it's actually literal in your understanding, in your imagination. Do you picture the word of God or do you only see it as words on a page? You know, it also matters. That's why sometimes it's helpful to watch biblical movies and series. They help to help you draw a picture of what it was like in the event. But also, it's also beautiful for you to do it on your own when you get into the Word. So I was thinking about this and I was wondering, man, so you mean I literally have to take the Word of God captive? I mean, every thought captive. In other words, if there's a thought that crosses my mind and it is not something I would be in that something that would give God the glory or something that I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be thinking about. I have to be keen enough with my own thoughts. It calls for a high level of responsibility that you need to know, you need to be as far as responsible for your thoughts as it is for your words. You know, so many people think I just have to speak right. I have to confess right, positive speech and all this thing. But they forget that speech is as a result of thought. That if your thoughts are opposing your speech, you don't ex you shouldn't expect any different results. You know that's a, a high level of hypocrisy and 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 and, uh, and and trickery. You know you don't need that. So I was thinking about this, and I literally imagined me taking how how it used to be, how it is in movies, or how it is with the police when they're arresting someone. They take you captive. They find you stealing something and they put they bind your hands together and put handcuffs around them and maybe at the back of your of your uh, uh, at, at your back or at the front and they tie you up and bound you, bind you and put you in jail and lock you up. That is how I need to take the word of God. And I was thinking about it and I was like it had never occurred to me that seriously. I mean, God just, in, 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 in the simplicity of, of these verses, I realized that I could actually, I can, I have have been having the opportunity to do it, but I just become so reluctant that I'd never done it. So I, 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 I realized that I have to take every thought that comes into my mind as captive. If it's against the word of God, I need to arrest it and then bring it to the master and say, this is not what the word of God says. This is a wrong thought and dismiss it. And as I was thinking about that later on in the evening, I land on this devotion abruptly and I see a picture of hands bound 
in chains and there was a title on on the picture and it was saying take every thought captive and i was so amazed at how god was speaking to me through this and i was like wow it was it's been right here and i've read this scripture more than five times probably and i've taken it so lightly and confessed it so passively but it was so real right now i i have a more clear and more vivid picture and understanding of this specific portion of scripture and how I need to be using it because I need to get serious about my thought life. Because many Christians have put so much emphasis, we put so much emphasis on what we on what we speak more than what we think. So I really hope that I have answered these questions and in our next session, I can't wait for Sofian to get back so quickly so that we can share excitingly a lot of what she has to share. I believe is going to bless you. So please, I hope you keep the questions coming in. Don't stop. I know we. this is not the last of it. We shall also be having other Q&A question, uh, question answer sessions for us to have more understanding of the things that we share here that I believe will also be a blessing to you. So I want to bring this to a close by thanking you all for listening, thanking you for paying attention to us. It is humbling, extremely, extremely humbling that you actually take the initiative to ask your questions and participate. It gives us great hope for the future. And I also want to encourage you to also pray about these same things that as we speak these things, God also confirms the same in your hearts and that the same things may bring knowledge, which knowledge you're going to use to bring a lot of good things into your life. That life will be easy for you, that the blessings of God may become evident to you, and that things will flow right in the right direction for you every single time. So as I want to bring this to an end, I want to thank you again. I can't stop thanking you enough. So uh, share this link with someone that you think it will be a blessing to. Um, we don't take this lightly and neither should you because God is doing something in our times and we have taken this initiative and we have believed God to make the world a better place in his word. With time, we're going to be unfolding a lot of things. I really wouldn't want you to miss. And so with that, I want to bring this to a close and say thank you. Goodbye. God bless you.